Jagmeet Singh was on Twitter. Uh, his reaction to the cabinet shuffle, in part, he had other things to say, but on Twitter he said, quote, under Justin Trudeau, it costs more than ever to rent or buy a place to live. Shuffling out-of-touch ministers won't change that. What will? Building more homes faster, keeping people in affordable housing instead of kicking them out to make more money. Uh, Canada's housing crisis has been the focus of the NDP lately. Uh, and they have a plan that they say will help tackle the problem. Like I say, everybody says we need to build more housing. Okay, fair enough. Um, but will your plan handle the cost of housing? And will it handle building more housing? And are you actually working across purposes? We're going to speak now with Mike Moffitt, who is Senior Director of Policy and Innovation at the Smart Prosperity Institute. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. So for starters, I mean, Singh's not off when, when he criticizes the Liberal government when it comes to the housing crisis. That, that, that's fair ball. We've got a crisis, and the Liberals haven't done much to stem it. Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. We are in a full-blown crisis on both the ownership side and the rental side, that uh, rents in places like my hometown of uh, London, Ontario, are, are up 20% year over year. And, you know, that's that's the case from B.C. to Halifax, that you have a lot of communities where with surging rents, um, uh, prices uh, continue to rise and interest rates continue to rise. So, you know, I think Singh's diagnosed it well in the sense that uh, prices keep going up and up and up. It's getting harder for people to uh, get new homes or stay in their homes. And he's right that the federal government really hasn't done much uh, to, to get more homes built. One of the things he's been talking about is that increased interest rate that you mentioned and how that's really changed things for Canadian homeowners. And it has. I mean, if you take a look at, depending on what sort of situation you're in regarding your mortgage, be it variable or just about to come up for renew or just having come up for renew, the jump can be a bit shocking. It can be pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. I'm living this right now. Uh, I uh, got a five-year fixed mortgage back in 2018, so I missed the whole oh boy. Uh, <laughs> low interest rate. But yeah, I, I got the bottom, but I didn't get the bottom, but now I'm getting the top. And absolutely, you know, that is that is an issue uh, for, for homeowners. Um, yeah, luckily, I'm, I'm in a situation where I can just kind of suck it up and, and pay it, and I think a lot of us uh, can. Uh, the, the people I get really concerned with are, you know, the, the people at the bottom seeing, again, yeah. their, their rents go up so much. You know, we've got uh, Toronto home... Uh, Food uh, um, bank usage is tripling and that kind of thing, but but absolutely from you know the lowest income to the highest income, you know we're all feeling this. So you took a look at Singh's plan for solving this problem and helping Canadians. Uh, what is his plan? What's he talking about doing? Yeah, so he was in Windsor, Ontario, and he gave the example that uh, if you had bought a home there, an average price home, eighteen months ago for about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, your mortgage on a variable rate mortgage, your mortgage payments could be up about 1700 bucks. So he said he would give families like that extra cash. He didn't say how much or who would uh, qualify. Uh, and I had a piece on Globe and Mail kind of questioning that, that, you know, we've only got so much money going around. So, you know, people spending three quarters of a million dollars on a home probably isn't the best use of taxpayer money. And further, it just creates this problem that we've had for about two decades, that whenever there's any issue in housing, uh, we have governments just giving people more money to buy more housing. But that doesn't get more housing built. It just basically has the same number of dollars flowing to the, uh, or more dollars flowing to the same number of houses 
that just causes prices to go up. It doesn't really create any new affordability. Right, exactly. It could it could actually work, uh, you know, uh, counter to what they're trying to do. And you mentioned it, it when you when you're talking about you know m- mortgages and that sort of thing. Okay, but like you mentioned, uh, food bank usage, uh, people at the low end having a hard time uh, paying the rent. You're not talking about the same thing when you're talking about mortgage relief. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like there is a fundamental difference between you know somebody working a minimum wage job and and work, uh, living in a one bedroom apartment and you know seeing sixty to seventy to eighty percent of their income uh, go go to rent to you know a person who or you know a middle or upper class family who who bought a home in Ontario for eight or nine hundred grand who's seeing yeah. their, their interest in as well. Those are two very very different things. I think the, the 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 one is kind of worthy of our support. The other one, yeah, it's an unfortunate situation, but we're just going to have to let the market correct itself. Well, that's the thing, you know, and then they all come back to the one issue, which is we need to build more houses, and uh, that seems to be the one that is eluding them when it comes to a plan. They all agree that that's the answer, you know, increase the supply, but there's not a lot of detailed plans that seem to be uh, moving that needle at all. Yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing any. Uh, no. That- uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to set a target, and you know we had the federal government set a target of doubling housing construction. But what are you actually doing to get there? And there's a lot of things that the federal government could do that that would help. So, uh, removing the GST or HST on building new apartment buildings, uh, the builders and developers said you know that would help. We had a program back in the 1960s and 1970s to give tax incentives to build uh, affordable rental units. We should look at bringing those back. So the federal government has a lot of different policy instruments it could use uh, to get some shovels in the ground. It just needs to find the the courage and political will to do so. Yeah, and uh, in terms of the NDP and how far they want to take this or how far the liberals want to take this, I mean, I don't think this is going to be a make or break, right? We're not going to see the NDP trying to force this uh, any further with the liberals. And if they do, the liberals probably don't really care at this point, right? Well, I'm not seeing much daylight in in the difference in in policy or outlook between NDP or Liberal. Like, I'm not, you know, they're not fighting publicly. You know, the NDP aren't proposing things that would be offside of the Liberals. So, yeah, I I, I really don't know what the issue is, but there just seems to be this uh, uh, fear of being bold on on either side. But I think this is going to be an issue. You know, I'm a university professor. I spent the last 16 years teaching 22-year-olds. And I gotta tell you, they they are upset. They believe that they'll never be able to afford a home. And for many of them, I, I think they're right. Uh, they want to burn down the system. You know, they are not happy with this government. And I, I think that both the Liberals and NDP risk uh, having a lot of youth, you know, vote uh, other ways in the next federal election. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's a big bigger issue than I think we we realize it, and it's only going to get worse. Mike, great insight. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me.